Okay, here we are, Matthew Russell Lee, Inner City Press, here in Foley Square. It's Monday, January 8th, 2024, and trials start up for real, for real, in the year in the Southern District of New York behind me. Um, we're, gonna, we're covering a number of them. There's the case of the Russian oligarch suing Sotheby's. That starts up in front of Judge Furman. There's an insider trading case against Mr. Degar for Pfizer insider trading. That takes in front of Judge Carter. There's a civil case in which uh, Davis Polk is being sued for racial discrimination. It's been a long time coming. Davis Polk has Jay Johnson on the case, and they're starting up in front of Judge Woods. We're on top of all of, all of these cases. There's other ones as well. In the state court behind me, uh, on this side, 60 Center, uh, there's the case of Letitia James, not against Trump, that'll be closing arguments later this week, but instead against Wayne LaPierre, who's now resigned, and the NRA. Um, we'll be checking in on that one too, and on Thursday, I believe, are the closing arguments after all of the back and forth over the last, since the fall, in Letitia James versus Donald J. Trump. They want hundreds of millions of dollars, um, and uh, we'll be there. We'll be there on, on the Trump case. There's a D.C. oral argument this week that we'll also be covering in Trump, Jack Smith versus Trump. But I'm going to turn to the U.N. in a moment because we cover that beat as well, although we were, have been ousted and banned, and they refused to respond to even pro bono major law firms writing to them about the First Amendment. You know why? Because the First Amendment doesn't apply to them. But speaking of the First Amendment, we love even creative productions about the courts. And so wrote a review over the weekend of a Netflix. Netflix about um, um, cryptocurrency. That's why we did it. We're not, we wouldn't be talking about Netflix otherwise. But they did chime in on a case. One of the first cases we covered here after being ousted from the UN was uh, the Centra attack case of Ray Trapani, um, Sorby, and others. Uh, Ray Trapani, incredibly enough, got a time-served sentence despite bragging to Netflix on the very eve of his sentencing before Judge Schofield that he's nothing but a criminal at heart. I, I'm wonder, really wondering. I, I don't think it'll happen because it'll make the system look bad, whether there'll be some sort of a hauling in on violations of supervised release. We continue to follow that case. There's also, I just became aware over the weekend, somebody sent it to me, a, a Deutsche Welle uh, documentary about one coin. So we'll, that's a case that we've covered from the beginning. We're, we've appealed to the Second Circuit Court of Appeals, very rare, uh, to unseal the sentencing letters of Sebastian Greenwood of OneCoin, so we will be probably reviewing that one as well, depend, if, it, if it merits it. Now, the United Nations, not only are they corrupt and censors, they're also inactive and, and a, a dying organization. What I can say about them is that this week, amid the crises, Gaza, Ukraine, Sudan, nobody talks about it, 7.5 million people displaced. Um, I don't know. They're hardly meeting at all. They're they're going to meet about Ukraine once. Sure to be a failure. Uh, UNOWAS, um, West West Africa, and there's a meeting in the General Assembly to talk about a, a council veto. That would be the U.S.'s veto of a Russian amendment. That was the one reform. Just as Ban Ki Moon had a reform in which UN officials were supposed to disclose their finances that Antonio Guterres violated blatantly as to the Gulbenkian Foundation and its links the China Energy Fund Commission, so too this loan reform of Security Council veto abuse has turned into an absolute travesty. But we will consider, continue to cover it even from the outside as we consider to cover these cases. It's trial week at SDNY. Watch InnerCityPress.com.